0: The state of the bond market today has really driven me to look and use several different annuity products. Listen as one advisor explains why and how she uses commission-free annuities to improve fixed income allocations, increase her clients' retirement income, and address long-term care costs. You're listening to Advisor Revelations.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Advisor Revelations podcast. Today, we're going to be talking quite a bit about commission-free annuities, specifically multi-year guaranteed annuities, otherwise known as MIGAs, and how these products can benefit certain clients and advisors. Our guest today is Nola Kulig, Lead Advisor at Kulig Financial Advisors. Nola, thanks for joining us.
0: Thanks for having me here today, Adrian.
1: Absolutely. Well, before we just start our discussion, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself so our listeners can understand more about you and your firm?
0: Sure. I started my practice in 2011 after a career on the institutional side of the investment business. So I worked as a fiduciary for years with large pension funds, 401k plans, and and endowments. And from that vantage point, You know, I could look over the fence and see what retail investors were dealing with. Individuals seeking financial advice really seemed to be overpaying. And a lot of the advice is very cookie cutter. So that motivated me to start my own practice. And since this was a career switch for me, I joined Garrett Investment Advisors, which is an SEC registered firm. And partnering with them has allowed me to run my own practice with a lot of support. My practice is fee only, and I'm in Longmeadow, which is in Western Massachusetts. And my focus is on retirement planning and investment
1: management. That's great. Thanks for sharing that, Nola. You know, you've been a part of many panels lately for webinars and events discussing the importance of annuities, especially in this current environment as rates continue to drop. You mentioned before when you when we talked a couple of weeks back that you feel like the annuity lady, uh, and that makes sense given that you're very planning centric with clients. But when you're looking at your clients' overall financial plans, what type of annuities have you seen being most beneficial for those clients so far?
0: Yeah, well, this really is a, a switch for me because I I did work in the investment world for so long. The ones that I've I've used have been the MIGAs that you mentioned in the introduction. There's a Midland product with a health-activated multiplier. That's great for folks that wouldn't qualify for long-term care or just thought about the whole issue too late because they can get an annuity here that gives them more income if they do need care. There's a Clearline annuity from Security Benefit that I've used for someone that just needed immediate income. And last but not least, there was a 1035 exchange for a client who had a a large variable annuity that resulted in huge cost savings.
1: It's been great just from the sidelines to see how you've you've incorporated all these different types of annuities in the client's financial plan. But as you mentioned, you've seen the benefits of using a few different types of commission-free annuity products, but working specifically with the MIGA right now. I'd like to get a little bit more in depth about the MIGA and its benefits. Who would you say are the biggest candidates for this product and how have the clients been able to benefit from that MIGA product?
0: Sure. Well, the reason I've ended up using them so broadly is that I do focus in the retirement planning space. So I have a lot of um, clients who are either pre-retirement or in retirement. And as a result, you know, we're trying to button down the risk, especially for those folks that are you know, a few years prior to retirement or early in the retirement. Bonds right now certainly lack income, and some folks think of them as return-free risk. So that has driven me to look at alternatives. So the role of the MIGA frequently is to be a significant portion of the fixed income strategy. So it's really acting as a, a bond substitute in the portfolio. They won't provide a boost in a bad market like treasuries used to but at least we'll be able to preserve capital. The income is substantially more than what a 10-year treasury bond can offer. So here we've got the 10-year treasury recently sitting at a yield of around 1.2% versus uh, the MIGA you folks introduced me to. The rate there for four years is 2.65% or better if you put more money in into the annuity. It's been great because it's Conceptually easy for clients to understand. It's like buying a CD. Of course, we don't have FDIC insurance. We're relying on the repayment capability of the insurance company. I think clients, especially if they're not familiar with annuities, they understand that concept. And it has a term, it's a four year product. At the end of that term, the company announces its new rate, and we reevaluate that compared to alternatives in the fixed income market. So, I think just the ease of understanding the concept has gotten a lot of, of clients on board with this.
1: Right. And I appreciate your insight there. It seems like you, like most of the other member firms here at DPL, have been using the MIGA for you know clients who are approaching or already in their retirement years just to produce a little bit more yield without introducing more risk into the portfolio. Uh, and I think that makes a lot of sense given where interest rates are at right now. But Switching gears a little bit, I know we were talking about the MIGA for more of a bond or fixed income substitute, but what were you doing before working with DPL to generate income from clients' portfolios?
0: Obtaining income safely is a Real challenge for everyone. Fortunately, I haven't had to significantly increase risk in portfolios to generate income. I've been reluctant to do that. Um, I know some advisors have bumped up equity allocations, and I've done that around the edges. I have found that to get more yield, I have had to use some riskier fixed income sectors. But again, I've treaded gently, you know, done that around the edges. What it also uh, involved was having a a real conversation with clients about what's realistic to expect from the marketplace right now. So sometimes we've had we've had to talk about expected spending in retirement as a result of that. But I would rather do that than bump up too much risk in the portfolio only to have it fall flat later.
1: Sure. For those clients that you and I have worked on that we've used living benefits on commission-free annuities to you know, cover just basic living expenses or screw up their retirement income, you know, how did those clients originally feel about using annuities in their financial plans? Were there any concerns about the A-word being annuities or what did that conversation look like?
0: It's interesting because it varies, of course. Some people have no idea what annuities are all about. And in that case, it's more of an educational discussion. But uh, many others do have those common conceptions, which I shared, by the way, <laughs> before I got the opportunity to see these non-commissioned products, which you know the, a lot of them are expensive and a bad deal. Having that conversation, it starts earlier, way before you get to any final recommendations on a plan so in the course of developing a plan if generating income looks like an issue that's when you want to begin to have that conversation and you know what i mentioned earlier about capital markets just not offering much in the way of income is pretty easy for people to grab onto they know cd rates are lousy and you know we can't live off interest anymore and that that sort of thing so that makes the whole discussion easier.
1: Well, thanks for sharing that, Nola. And you know, when you and I evaluate annuities together, I know it takes a lot of time between reviewing your client's current annuities and understanding how those annuities align with their current goals. Can you share a little bit about the process of reevaluating these client cases and what it looked like when DPL supported you?
0: Sure. I think this is where DPL really provides a service because as advisors, we can't be expert in everything. We need Outside specialists in all sorts of different areas. And this is a good good candidate because annuities have there's so many different flavors of annuities, and some of them can be terribly complex. So, you know, the way the process goes is I have someone to go to. I have a designated person. That's a help. That's not true at all firms I've worked with. Sometimes I've had to figure out who that individual is. So that's a huge help. And then I can just initiate the process by providing a fact set. For the client case and a description of the issue that we're trying to solve, there may be an existing annuity in the mix that the client already owns, in which case an additional question would be, even if this fits their situation, is is this the best we can do or can we do better? So then DPL has taken those facts, looked for the best fit product they're aware of, and summarized it in a one or two page recommendation, which is great that I I can just take that and provide that to the client. The fact that these are non commission products and that there's an independent third-party review has been great. Everything's really transparent to the client, which builds trust and makes them more inclined to at least give this a look. And last but not least, uh, you folks are really patient with my questions about the details on all these products. So that's
1: been huge. Absolutely. And That's great. Sounds like your experience with our review process has been super helpful so far. So, a lot of our members really appreciate the education and resources we provide to really learn about solutions and products on the DPL platform. When you were learning about DPL's annuity solutions, were there any new products you discovered that could provide new benefits to your clients?
0: Well, you know, most were new to me. I was familiar with uh, the concept of MIGAs because I'd, I'd actually owned one in the previous financial crisis. So, I was just delighted to see it at such one at such a good rate today, and also, you know, I was familiar with the idea of non-commission variable annuities, but again, the feet the particular ones that you folks introduced me to uh, stood out compared to what I'd seen before. I mentioned the Midland Income Multiplier product to help with the long-term care issue. That was a new one uh, to me. And I don't know about other advisors, but I have relatively few clients who come to me who have really dealt with long term care in any kind of rigorous way. They might have worried about it, but they haven't really figured out how to deal with that issue. Whether we're talking about the care plan itself, you know, before we talk about funding, we talk about what kind of what are we trying to fund? Then we worry about how we're going to fund it. But in any case, I haven't had too many folks who really cracked this nut. So particularly for those who cannot self-fund, it's great to have this type of product that not only offers income, but increases that income when care is needed. There are so many people I work with who think about this too late in the game, may not qualify for long-term care insurance in a more traditional product, or they've waited too long, and at their age, it's really expensive.
1: Right. Exactly, and you said one thing that I I want to come back to. You you mentioned that you, know, you were familiar with commission-free or fee-based variable annuities, um, and they stood out compared to you know the old commission-based annuities of the past. You know, what were the things that stood out to you about these commission-free options versus their commissionable counterparts?
0: Really, the the rates, you know, in terms of the income that people could obtain also some of the combination of features in terms of access to the money or opportunity to grow the income through different features embedded in the products. So, you know, they really addressed a lot of the issues that someone might have with one product or another.
1: Can you share a specific client case? Of course, we won't use client names, but a specific client case that we've worked on and how one of these solutions has made an impact on them or their financial plan.
0: Sure. I've spent a lot of time on the more income generation side and certainly on the long-term care midland income multiplier product. So I feel like I should mention one other case that we worked on where this involved variable annuities. And I feel like I should mention this because uh, I'm I'm guessing so many advisors are faced with the same situation. A client brings this annuity that was sold to them. They weren't purchased. It was sold to the client with no idea of where it really fits into their financial plan. Or they suspect it's expensive and that there's some kind of issue with it, but they're not sure. So I had a client that had a significant sum in a variable annuity, That had been sold to him as better than a 401k for his business. What he'd been told was, you know, how much more he could put away for retirement in the VA than he could in a 401k. And this was some time ago. By the time he came to me, he had his suspicions about high costs because he had declined the guaranteed income riders as he simply didn't need them. Uh, But he knew he had a big tax problem brewing. So DPL helped find a much lower cost non-commissioned variable annuity that saved this client literally tens of thousands of dollars because he had put so much into this product. We know they're expensive, right? These retail variable annuities, but given the amount of money that was in this product, I almost fell off my chair when I saw what this guy could save annually. And we couldn't totally solve the tax problem, but The annuity has a stretch feature, which allows heirs to stretch the distributions over their lifetimes. So now the role of the annuity in this client's plan is that whatever they don't tap for their own needs will go to the kids the way a large IRA used to, where the beneficiaries could stretch those distributions over their lifetimes. As most people know, the SECURE Act killed the stretch IRA for most beneficiaries, but this product will act like one.
1: Sure, that's great. And I'm sure that client uh, was very grateful for the cost savings that uh, we were able to put in place with him through working with you and DPL. Now, what would you say your biggest aha moment would be or was after partnering with DPL and how these commission-free solutions can really become a game changer uh, for you and Kulik Financial Advisors?
0: Well, I, I think I had to go uh, for for a while and looking at the bad ones before uh, you know, I really had an aha moment about the good ones. There's an old saying that in any endeavor, you have to look at 1,000 deals to find the good one or two. And I think that's really true, whether you're looking at, at stocks or funds or in this case, annuities. So by the time I began working with DPL, I was prepped to see something good you know, show me one, please. Right. <laughs> and so I was really pleasantly surprised with the product line. And DPL also has a process for evaluation of a client case that I can hook into. And the education has been really beneficial. So now I've gotten to the point that when I work with clients, I can see the opportunities and think about that in a whole different framework than I used to. It's just become another arrow and the quiver, and it feels more natural
1: to use them. So, Nola, you've mentioned the MIGA and Midland Nationals product. What's another solution on our platform that you've used to generate income for clients and any in particular that help with combating inflation? I know that's been you know, a huge point of emphasis for clients today as we come out of the COVID crisis.
0: Sure. It was a couple that I was working with. They're young retirees, and they're not drawing Social Security yet and the husband was fine with deferring his benefit until age 70 you know we did an analysis that showed that if they both deferred to age 70 that that made their plan work and if they both didn't then it it really didn't work the wife had a family History of cancer. Now she's healthy, but she just has this sense that she's not going to live as long as it looks like she really could by the actuarial tables. So she was really, really set on taking her benefit at age 62. And that just killed their plan. So every year it was this moral suasion exercise. And finally, I just said to them if we could generate income reliably in a different way, would that let the wife do what she called enjoy life for today and also ensure that they could defer their Social Security? So that's ultimately what we ended up doing was using that Clearline product.
1: Well, thanks for sharing that, Nola. And I want to thank you for joining the podcast today. You know, This has been great getting your insight into how these commission-free options can enhance a client's financial plan. I think it's going to be very valuable for our listeners. And I just want to thank you again for being a DPL member and a great partner over the years. And I'm certainly excited to continue working together.
0: Well, sure, you're welcome. And I look forward to the same. Thanks for listening. To hear more, go to DPLFP.com and subscribe on Apple, Google, and Spotify for updates.